welcome to episode 25. This is the Original Judo Podcast. Hi guys, welcome to the show. This is, or was intended to be, the European Championships preview show. Obviously, we're a little bit late, so I'm not sure if that name's um, quite appropriate anymore. What do, you, what do you call it? A preview show if it happens halfway through the, the event. Um, so, yeah, they fought the first day today, and massive congratulations to Ashley uh, McKenzie on his, his bronze medal. I've not seen much of the duo today. Saw his first fight, um, but Ashley's been so consistent this year. I think a, a medal in the Europeans is, is a, a great sign of things to come. And again, I think his consistency shows he's been in a medal fight in every single tournament he's been to. So that's a, another phenomenal result for him. Obviously gutted for the rest of the guys who fought. Um, Today, you've got Nakoda, Kim, and Achelia, and then obviously Nathan, who was on our last episode. Um, I know they'd all have been hoping for more. Listening back to, to the recording, I don't think Chris or I got a single prediction right. And I do suspect that a few people were surprised by some of the results after day one. But the hosts, Israel, they're going to be buzzing, coming back with two medals. But again, we see that the Russians are still the dominant force in European judo. After day one, you've, got, you've had five weight categories and they've come back with four medals and three golds. So that's phenomenal and it's going to be exciting to see if anyone can break their stranglehold over the next few days. Anyway, here's the show. Hi guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, it's going to be a quick one today. Um, we are doing a European uh, preview, preview the European Championships later this week. I'm saying we delighted to have Chris back on the line, talking all things judo with us. How are you doing, Chris? You all right? I'm great, thanks, James. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I've been watching the judo recently. Um, I found it very compelling, uh, especially um, stuff going on in Japan at the moment. Uh, with the All Japan Championships, that's, that's been right. very exciting. So uh, hopefully we'll talk about that in a minute. But I know we're we're kind of pushed for time and we're trying to get this out before the Euro. So I'm not going to lead you down too many paths today, mate. So sorry about that. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll try and keep it brief as well. So thanks a lot. <laughs> so just wanted to start with a couple of bits of news before we got on to... Um, yeah, the preview. Um, first, that would be congratulations to the VI squad. We've got a handful of places, but also two medals in the. Um, it's the Ibsa Grand Prix uh, this last weekend. It was Sam Ingram and Elliot Stewart. Elliot came away with a bronze, and Sam came away with um, silver. So that's fantastic results for those guys. So congratulations. Did you did you catch any of the yep. judo? Do you know what? I I did. Um, I was try, trying to watch it on the stream and it wasn't such a quality stream. Um, but props to British Judo, really. The Twitter feed on the Sunday and Monday was really, really good. And I enjoyed following the, the, the Twitter feed from it, to be honest. Really insightful and kept you up to date. Um, so well done to, to British Judo on the, on the Twitter feed there. Um, you know, there was some tough, tough, tough uh, entrance in that tournament. Great to see Dan Powell returning um, back to the on, on the international stage for for judo, but really well done to um, 
to Sam keeps churning those results out and you know and obviously Elliot taking a bronze as well in in high class skills in every single weight category so really well done to the lads Natalie Greenoff as well sorry by the, by the way um, not not forgetting her uh, fifth place yeah no I, I thought there were some fantastic places I think Jack ended up Jack Hodgson got fifth as well did he in the end um, that's right yeah yeah so yeah some great results really really promising for the rest of the year and. It's great to see the athletes getting the placings and the medals because the, the depth of VIGO just keeps on getting stronger and stronger. Absolutely, absolutely. Just echo that, really. A couple of other bits of news that I wanted to talk about. Really, really heavyweight news because um, I think the heavyweight scene is very exciting at the moment. Did you see the um, Under Armour ad that Teddy uh, was in with The Rock? Wow! Yeah, yeah, uh, phenomenal, hey? Really amazing. <laughs> I thought that was super exciting. There was a picture of him with The Rock as well that he tweeted through, um, obviously on Twitter. And clearly, The Rock is a big guy. I know everybody in Hollywood's quite small, and he makes them all look small. But he's clearly a big guy. But Teddy makes him look like a baby. He's just towers over him. Just be like Teddy, as the advert says, you know, kind of, <laughs> wow. You know, I've seen the picture of Darcel with Teddy. I was lucky enough to um, have lunch with Teddy on the day he got Olympic bronze in Beijing. And uh, he's just a, a monster of a man, isn't he? And, to, and, you know, all credit to him making his uh, making his waves with his sponsorship and becoming such a, a great big deal. I've seen the, the adverts over Paris um before the French Open tennis last year with Andy Murray as well. Um, really quite interesting pub, um, promotions for him. You know, he is an absolute superstar, isn't he? Well, he's he's clearly a superstar in France, but stuff like this, stuff like the um, the ads, as you say before, um, the tennis, the French Open, perhaps taking him or making him more of a, a global phenomenon, I guess, or making people globally more aware of him outside of the judo circle. Absolutely, and you know you, you kind of look at what Ronda's done with the with the wrestling. She's built up her her career, however, by what means necessary. And um, you know Teddy's uh, got the platforms to do to to go wherever he wants, hasn't he? And, you know if you look at um, the the standing that judo's got in French society with the likes of David Doulier, um, you know, kind of being being within the um, the p- political side of things, the, the the platforms are there for French judoka to be successful in whatever they choose to be. Yeah. One of the other things I wanted to ask you about was um, also Teddy related. He's I saw today. Um, I follow at judo fan, and he was tweeting that Teddy is not going to fight the worlds this year or next year. Um, he's trying to save his body so that he could he'll be fit to fight in the Paris Olympics in 2024. So he's really thinking ahead. I think at that stage, if he, if all goes as planned, he will have won uh, Tokyo Olympics and be going for his fourth gold medal and fifth Olympic medal. Fifth Olympic medal, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which absolutely. is practically unheard of. I mean, you had um, Nomura, 60s, who got uh, three Olympic golds, which is, yeah. is what Teddy's trying to eclipse or equal even. And then, obviously, in the women's, you had um, uh, Tamara Tamara. Tani, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who ended up with five medals, I want to say. I think so, yeah. I think she got five. 
got five. Two golds and then a mix of silver and bronze. But, That's um, right. Began in 92. Um, yeah. Her first medal. Her first medal. Do you know what? I was lucky enough to watch um, both Tamura and um, Nomura win um, medals in, in Atlanta. I, um, I went went on that day of competition there. Nomura, Nomura won his first uh, first gold medal there. And I think Tamura got silver, actually, getting beat by a Korean, um, a North Korean in the final. Was, oh, you were, were you there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I was oh, wow. training partner to Nigel at the time, so I went out there as um, just supporting him, really. Um, you know, he'd previously beaten Nomura, um, but it was, you know, not to be his day. Seventh place for Nigel, and uh, Nomura got his first Olympic gold medal that day. Wow. So I think um, Nomura had a pretty similar strategy throughout his um, international career. He didn't fight too many times abroad mainly focusing on the Olympic Games can Teddy like keep up with the pace of modern judo if he, he doesn't get the competition like my fear would be that you lose touch with what's happening in competitive judo if you're not if you're not regularly competing I think um, I think Teddy's blessed by his size isn't he he's, he's just a monster of a man even compared with the other heavyweights, you know, I, I, he's. I think what's happened more and more. I, I think. I think he's just been um, result focused, and I think. I think his fear has come into his judo. You know, I think when he was younger, he was raw and he could use that explosivity and he uses size and, you know, create the judo. He's got wonderful judo, hasn't he? But I think fear and pressure and expectation. It's clammed him up somewhat, so I kind of it'd be interesting with the rule, the rule set as we go forwards. Whether he'll still be able to to perform at the level what he what he can do, I wouldn't rule yeah. him out though. Ah, I, again, I think as good as his judo is, combined with for a heavyweight, the shape and condition he's got himself into, um, he's always going to be there or thereabouts. But I think the the pack keep getting closer to him. Um, you saw it at the Worlds last year. Tush ish, tush ish. Really? Oh, yeah. I've yeah. definitely butchered his name there. Um, <laughs> catching I've got him. it written down for later, but anyway, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and Teddy's one of those you always think he just does enough. He just does enough. He doesn't do any more than he needs to, but slowly people are catching him. We had in um, Rio, Sasson had him. Yeah. yeah on his back a couple of times and but yeah so it'll be interesting it'll be interesting to see it'll be a shame not to see Teddy competing um, and I don't know how that leaves the heavyweight division um, do you class the winners as true world champions or do they always have to face Teddy and that's the question isn't it and you know I wonder if he'll do Paris um, you know he doesn't, have to, he doesn't have to make weight does he you know so what I want, I don't think, I don't think you can go without, you know, doing any tournaments through the year. So it'll be interesting on how he keeps his ranking points up. Obviously, 2024 would be a home games for him, wouldn't it? But it's kind of, you will have to take the, you know, um, keep keep taking the top off it, won't he? You know, in terms of getting onto the map, winning a few matches, and keeping his ranking to a sufficient level, really. Definitely. The other thing that's been going on is. 
obviously we're about to discuss the European Championships. We've had a lot of the Continental Championships going on. Um, African Championships, Pan American Championships and the Oceania Championships have happened. The Asian Games aren't happening until later in the year, but what's been going on in their place is the All Japan Championships. You had the weight category events and last weekend you've had the Women's Open and this coming weekend you've got the Men's Open. I don't know about you, but with... Uh, well, Japanese judo is always um, exciting, consistently the best judo in the world. But with Tokyo Olympics on the horizon, I'm just finding it's so compelling. Looking at the depth they've got at practically every weight, it's so compelling to try and work out who is going to be ahead and who's going to get the spot. Um, I'll give you an example. So, obviously... Um, the weight categories, Hashimoto won the 73 kilo men's, but he didn't face Ono uh, because Ono was pretty much executed by Ebinuma, who's, who's moved up from 66. Did you see that? I watched that match. That some some phenomenal um, throw, throws in that from Ebinuma. A couple of lovely. I think there was two Azaris that he scored with. I don't think the second one was it. Or you know, I'm not not all the beautiful throws, beautiful throws, and he kind of just in control, start to finish. Yeah. And as good as Ono is at destroying, and nobody nobody internationally is close to him. He, it was he, he didn't even see him in the match. Um, no. 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 Which was crazy to see. Um, then obviously the the other one that was a surprise for me was um, Asahina, uh, who's current world silver medalist. She got silver, yeah. didn't she last yeah. year? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. She lost the Chinese girl in the final. In the final, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was beaten by um, a high school student. Um, again, I'm going to butcher her name, Akira Sono. Okay, and I didn't see that result, James. If I'm honest, but Asahina's Abby, she's she's top drawer, isn't she? She's top drawer. Well, yeah, that's just this weekend in the Women's Open. So that's a, a kind of crazy result. That again, they've got that level of judoka coming through. Um, and I think they're both going to be going to the Worlds later on this year. So that'll be that'll be super exciting to see. Gold and silver for them, then, eh? <laughs> well, I think there'll be a few girls with something to say about that. Potentially the Chinese girl's going to be thereabouts again. Yeah, um, that's true. But... With the men's open this weekend, um, yeah, I think you've got potentially a couple of upsets perhaps on the cards. You've got Ojitani, who's I think the reigning champion, and Harasawa on opposite sides of the draw. So they could potentially meet in the final. And there's a couple of surprises in there. I think, is is there a 60 kilo, is there 73 kilo people fighting? That's right. That, that's right. Takato, um... And uh, Hashimoto and uh, and Takato, um, the sixty kilo player, which is insane to think about it. You've got the, I mean, it's a big enough step for the seventy threes Hashimoto, who again is is practically untouchable internationally um, at seventy three kilos. Um, but going in at open weight, where the guys are going to be big. double his weight at least, <laughs> yeah. And when they're attached, it's going to be so difficult for those guys to do anything. I think you know when you look when you look at Takato, he, he's I've seen a lovely interview with him um, not too long ago. Basically, he I can't remember which tournament it was, but he went out to the tournament. I think he he certainly took a medal, but I think he won it. And the interview afterwards was basically saying 
yeah, he's really pleased with how things are at the minute. Um, he's going to basically travel the world and do random, take himself out of his comfort zone. So he'll go with without a coach or without a team necessarily and just do tournaments um, just to expose himself and be, be out of his comfort zone to, to test himself as a person, really. And you just oh, think, wow. you know, in terms of um, autonomous judo and kind of autonomy as an athlete, he, you know, he's, he's really... Um, Taking breaking the 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 mold, isn't he, in terms of what what we do and how we do it, and you just wonder if that will put him in good stead, considering the difficulties they had um, maybe a year or two ago um, with with the Japanese team. Was he kicked off the team at one point? It, I think he was relegated to number four, you know. So it was kind of I think there's some discipline problems, and I think Kosei, you know, because of the strength in depth, didn't have to have him as the number one. So. He may have been the number one um, judo-wise, but actually, you know, I think attitude. And this is the thing for me with the Japanese team. I think for the uh, Olympics, I think a lot of it will be dependent on mindset, attitude, um, and not necessarily results and ability because they've all got the ability and they've all got the ability to get results. So I think it will be defining factors that that may actually confuse us come 2020. I think there's a long way to go to 2020, but it's going to be exciting to see who they go with because at the moment they're so stacked across every single weight category. Um, yeah, anyway, that brings us to, to this weekend. If you're not watching the All Japan Championships, hopefully you'll be watching the Europeans. What are you looking forward to this weekend, Chris? British medals. How does that sound? That sounds amazing. I would love that to be there. And I think there's a good chance of it. Who? Where do you think they're going to come from? Right. Um, how optimistic do I need to be, I suppose? Um, I think we're going to get four medals. Possibly five. Wow. Um, which is high expectation. Um, but I think... Um, Natalie could medal, Sally, Nakoda, Renshaw, yeah. maybe Alice. I think Alice will either, um, I think the phrase is fly or dive, really, you know, on, on her former home soil, where her home is um, in Israel. She will either of perform course. through the roof or, you know, the pressure will get to her. And I think Ashley could medal um, at 60 kilos. So I think there's opportunities, obviously, for all of them to come home. You know, it'd be some accumulator, that, wouldn't it? But um, they, I think they've all got the ability to, to, to medal. Again, it's, it is super exciting because you've got a lot of the, the guys going in seeded as well. So I think Ashley's going in as number three seed. Um, Nakoda and Natalie are both number one seeds. Seed, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Sally and, and Lucy are both seeded as well. I think Sally's like five or six, and Lucy, I think, is... I want to say just sneaks in at number eight, but again, having the seeding does mean you avoid those potentially more difficult draws until a little bit later on. Um, mm -hmm. And again, that could be really important when you, you're talking about, yeah, the number of medals. And you're right, there could be... The, there could be four medals. There could be five or six on a good day. 
Yeah, I don't disagree. I think if, you know, it's one of them where judo's judo, uh, but if everything comes home to roost, then they're in with a shout. I think what's what's really interesting and exciting for me is that we're going there and actually we're expecting medals, not necessarily knowing who's going to get them, um, but there's an expectation that this is a European Championship and we will come home with medals. You know, and that, that for me... Um, you know, from five years previous, is a really nice feeling, to be honest. What about yourself? What are you looking forward to again? Well, I, I think I think you're right. Again, I think we could ho- come home with a handful of medals. Um, and I think four medals is a realistic... I think Nakoda, Sally, um, Natalie, and I think must be odds-on to to medal somewhere along the way and then you've only got to look yeah the performances she's had Lucy's going to be in that neck of the woods Ashley's having some phenomenal phenomenal doing some phenomenal judo at the moment Um, a couple of fifth places um, Paris medal so he's going to be there or thereabouts so yeah it's exciting times outside of those guys though I think it's going to be exciting to see the Israeli team again they've got a couple of 48s, um, a couple of 66s who are going to be really exciting to see. Um, all all ranked. Um, that's Flicker and Shmailov at yep, 66. Yep. Again, there's not going to be no Teddy there, so I think plus 100s is, is perhaps open to someone sneaking in. And Sasson is as good as anyone at heavyweight. He is. He is. So he's going to be he's going to be super exciting to see, especially in front of a home crowd. So I think watching how the Israelis perform is going to be, yeah, is is something I'm looking forward to. How about you? If you if we're moving away from Team GB, who else are you looking at? Well, do you want my, do you want, do you want to know my picks? I've got them written down in front of me. We'll go. Oh, go for it. We'll go through them. Sixty kilos, and these are these are who I've got for gold really. Um, Ben David, the Israeli. 66 is Magashvili. 73s, uh, Magashvili from, from uh, Georgia. 73s, uh, Tuashvili from Spain. Um, 81s, I've gone for Muki, the Israeli. 90 kilos, um, Sheridaz uh, Vili. 100, 100s, Nikki Forov. And overs, I've gone for Tushy's Philly. Be interesting to see hundreds. Um, I think Ben Fletcher may sneak a medal, you know. Yeah. Oh, that'd be exciting to see. He's going to be thereabouts, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. I think so. And then in the women, um, 48, I don't think there's any other option than Belodid. Um 52s, I've gone for Chitu of Romania. 57s, uh, Nakoda. I've wrote about four or five different names until I settled for Nakoda. You know, I looked at Phil Moser, looked at Caracas, who I just think is wonderful. Um, I can watch her yeah. all day, to be honest. Um, not necessarily for the judo. Um, <laughs> but I thought, no, let's back her. You know, I think Nicola could do it. 63s, I think Renshaw will take a bronze. Um, I can't really see past Clarice. I think oh, I've been watching her this year, just so powerful. So powerful. 70 kilos, Sally, I think, um, will win. 78s, I've gone for Tuchemo. And 
plus 78, I went for Dicko. I watched her um, in a recent Grand Slam event, and she Is that was the French girl. The French girl. She's only a, a young junior. I think. I think she's 18. But I, I like her. She's quite explosive. Um, you know, and I think she will be some athlete. You know, in a couple of years' time. But uh, early and young for at the moment. How about yourselves? Have you got any, any, anyone that you want I've to watch not, or any particular? I've not gone through, but. A couple of interesting ones you picked. Uh, 60 kilos, uh, Ben David. That's a surprise. Who do you, who do you think at 60s? Good. Oh, do you know who I do like for, for 60 kilos? Um, is the young French lad, um, Kaya. Kia? Yeah. Yeah, Kia. Yeah. I think he's got some phenomenal judo. Uh, I hope for the benefit of judo, Ashley and um, Kia fight each other. Oh, really? Uh, they, 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 they fight judo in the same um, mindset, I think. And when I've seen them fight each other, somebody's going to get thrown for it on at some stage, you know, and the, and the way they fight, it's just one of those clash of styles, which actually doesn't kill a, kill a fight. It actually, oh, it's gonna make you it. know, somebody's going to go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that would be exciting. Have you, have you seen those two fight before? No, no, never. Um, well, they, not, well, not each other. I've seen them obviously fight. Yeah. They're well worth trying to track those matches down. There's some some amazing throws going between them. You know, spin outs, suplexes. Oh, really nice stuff. Ah, oh, I'll, um, I'll 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 get on YouTube and have a look or judo base something like that. Um, sixty sixes. I think you're you're probably right. The Georgian's going to be there about, but I wouldn't be surprised if one of these Israeli lads Israelis. is going to be um, going to be pushing um, for that position. Who did you go with at seventy threes? Was it? Uh, the, the Spaniard, um, Shabda Tuashvili. Oh, the Georgian lads. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're thinking of the 90 kilo Spaniards, yeah. Who's it? No, who's at 73? Who's the, who's the Spaniard at 73? You, you're thinking oh, of the no, 90 sorry, kilos I, right. sorry, yeah. 90, no, sorry, yes, Sierra That's who I've got at 90s. Sorry. 73s, you're right. 73s, I think it's going to be one of the Azerbaijani boys. Um, Orijov? Haderov. Haderov and Orijov, yeah. Um, they're always good, a good bet, certainly on the European scene. And scene and, and Haderov, I think, talked about this before on the podcast. Has medalled. I want to say he's won every at every level of European Championships from cadet all the way up to seniors. I feel like he won uh, senior Europeans last year or the year before. And they're um, quite young, aren't they? Juniors, yeah. Oh, I think a number of the the seventy three kilos are, you know, they're not. They're not old. I think we've got some years to come of watching these at 73. Definitely. 81s. I don't really know anyone at 81s. So I'm not going to go there. But uh, 90s. Yeah, the Spaniards in with a shout. But uh, Beaker, Grinashvili, is yeah, yeah, yeah. is always going to be around the medals, isn't he? And I think it's probably going to be his time soon where he's top of the podium a lot more. Um Hundreds. Did you go for the Belgian lad? Yeah, Nikifarov. Mm. Oh, he's an absolute monster. Uh, and yeah, Ben, obviously with a seed in his eighth place, tenth in the world is ranking Ben. That's phenomenal. I've seen that. I've seen that. It's really kind of sneaked up there, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, Lipatiliani. Lipatiliani. Yeah. Take the win. Yeah, yeah he was. Consistent. He's been so impressive since his move up and. At 90s, I think he's got a handful of European wins, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him up there again. Yeah, plus, 
I, I'm going to stick with the Israeli Sasson. I think he's got the judo to trouble everybody, but the other two that are going to be thereabouts are the Czech, Czech lads, Kapalik. Kapalik, and then, um, yeah, the Georgian Tushish Ishvili. Tush Ish. Oh, I feel like I'm adding too many syllables to his name. Tushish Ishvili. <laughs> but you know who I mean. He's a yeah, mouthful, but he's, yeah, you've, we've seen how good he can be. Yeah, 48. I don't know if Blooded's fighting. I think they're taking the other Ukrainian girl. Oh, really? Uh, oh, yeah. So, I, I don't know. Again, there's a couple of Israelis who've qualified, um, like, I think, fifth and sixth. So, they will be having a push for a medal. And obviously, Kimberly's fighting, isn't she, for the Dutch Europeans in some time? Yeah. Well, that'll be exciting to see how Kim gets on, especially after fifth place a few weeks ago. Um, her confidence must be high at the moment. Who did you go with 52s? Was it the French girl? I went, no, I went with a Romanian Chitu. Oh, right, okay. I think she'd just been there, thereabouts. Just Again, it's it. You know, I don't think judo brings out that many. You know, I know we talk about people can have their day, you know, and on, on, on the judo map, people can pull out the results. But I think generally the results are consistent, and, and I think she's somebody consistently in and around the medals, really. Yeah, no, you you're probably right. I don't know much about fifty twos, but I think it's a shame not to see Chelsea there. Obviously, she um, pulled the silver medal um, previous, you know, in, in her last tournament, and I think it's a bit of a missed opportunity for British judo. But I understand they've got the criteria, and that bar's been set high. Um, my personal opinion is that, you know, we've done well to create this environment now, where actually we're going to tournaments and expecting medals. So I think yeah. for the, the Europeans, for me, I think we could back off for the maybe the under-23 players, you know, just kind of lower that threshold just a touch, just a touch. And then we would have been seeing the likes of Dan Powell, Eric Hamm and Chelsea Giles. Um, ironically, the result for Chelsea probably puts her as qualified for the world already. So it's kind of a bit of a, you know, after the horse has bolted, you know, the timescales are set but it would have been nice to see her competing at this level of event. I, I think you're right as well. It it would be easy for the the British team to include a criteria that allows the selection of younger athletes who potentially aren't going to medal this time, um, but could be included for experience for next year. Um, I think the difficult thing is we've got so many athletes who have the potential to medal this year, and some of them are really young as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's... Uh, it, it, it does raise the bar for everybody. Fifty uh, sevens. You went from the code, didn't you? And I, I would hate. I would hate to pick against her because I think she's flying at the moment and she's gonna be thereabouts. I think the tough fights are gonna come from the French girl. Is it Reservoir? Reservoir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and obviously uh, Montero. I think is gonna pull it out of the bag. She's the perennial. Um, She's been crushing people for the last 10 years, hasn't she? You know, I'm, oh, I'm probably least, more, uh, you know, I can yeah. think of a pre-Beijing at 52s, just crushing people. And she moves up to 57s and crushes people. She, yeah, I, I think she'll medal. I think Thelma will, will medal. It, yeah, it might be just past her time now, but um, she's she's going to cause some people problems. Uh, yeah, 57s is is... 
you can't look past Clarice at the moment. You've got the two Slovenians in there, but um, Clarice looks so strong. If if Lucy could sneak, I say sneak a medal, that doesn't really do her justice. She's she's she looked so good the other week. I mean, I, I I'm told both Lucy and Sally are looking, you know, in tip top condition. Um, and did you pick Sal for seventies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Don't know what your thoughts are. I just think she's she's just established at the level. Yeah, and coming off the back of Paris, she must be um, feeling on top of the world in terms of how she's how she's competing. She must be so confident right now, and deservedly so. You know, you're going to get the usual challenges. The two Dutch girls are going to be there about Polling and Van Dyke. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Polling. I, I mean. She blew it, didn't she? Um, that, at, at Rio. Was it at Rio or in London? I'm losing track sometimes. It'd be all molding to one. But yeah, she was just on fire, you know, throwing people over her head backwards and, you know, doing whatever she wanted and then kind of blew it. But she she's a top-class competitor, isn't she? Ah, she's, she's always exciting to watch. But again, there's another one that just wonder if her, her, her time might have passed slightly. Because um, mm-hmm. the other Dutch girl's a little bit younger. Um, got some also some phenomenal results, so we'll see. Um seventy eights, I can't believe you you went against Natalie. With any luck it'll be uh, Natalie and Chimeo in the final. I hope so. How does the seeding work with that? Is is Church is what where is Chimeo seeded? So I think Chimeo's seeded number two and Natalie's seeded number I hope one. So. They're three they're three I hope four so. in the world ranking. So ah, right, keep that, them apart. That would, that would keep them apart. I think the dangers for me, um, for Natalie, are the um, Cossabon, who beat okay. beat her in the last tournament. Um, where where yeah. was the last tournament? Was that in Turkey? Was that in Turkey? I'll tell I you, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the Kosovan beat, beat Natalie in Turkey. She's only young, and I, I fancy her to get to the final, to be honest. Um, and there's also Malonga in there as well, who... Causes problems, but I can see Natalie overcoming Malonga. Um, I just got my eye on the on the Kosovan there, and I think I just think Natalie at the last tournament um, didn't look her usual self, you know, and she's been very very consistent, um, and she's going to have a blip at some stage. So I'm hoping the blips kind of at this part rather than further down the line. You know, it's 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 going to happen. Um, but I certainly believe she can take a medal, absolutely. And on a day, she could win it. I mean, you know, I'm not going against her not to win it. I'm just giving me, you know, my honest feelings of where, where I see things at this moment in time. What do you think? I don't know. I didn't realise she'd fought in in Antalya. Um, I didn't. I didn't pick that up. And I was going in with the impression, you know, that she had a couple of good placings and medal earlier in the year with. Germany and Paris, is that right? Um, that's, get... that's right. Yeah, she got she got a bronze Fifth. in Antalya. She got a bronze in Antalya, I think. You know, it wasn't, okay. you know, was, wasn't a complete uh, catastrophe for her, but I think she, w- like, I was expecting her to win. And this is where, you know, if, I, if I'm sat here as just an armchair spectator expecting her to win it, she's going to be going to these tournaments believing that she's going to be winning them. And, you know, I think when, when any athlete isn't winning, um, you know, seeing it, seeing it through, that's when you kind of, they can create seeds of doubt, isn't it? And, 
you know, it, it's like kind of how does she keep on the line and keep believing in herself just to keep doing what she's been doing for the past three years, really. At that level, certainly at the level where you're talking world number one, two, three, four, the difference comes down to confidence, doesn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. And it, it does in all sports, but I think I think you're right. If she's if she's riding a wave of confidence, then on a day she she beats anybody in the world. Um, but if yeah, there's a few doubts there, then it, it it always makes it tougher. But I wouldn't be surprised to see a medal from her. I agree. I agree. I've got her for a medal. I think she'll t- she'll take a bronze. Depends on the draw. Um, I think if if the Kosovan's in the bottom half of the draw, I think Maslow could take a silver. I think if she's in the top half of the draw, you know, Maslow will, will take a bronze. I think that's the. I think there's only really two that could beat Natalie in the in the weight. Yeah, and then uh, moving on to 78s plus plus 78s. I'm a little disappointed now because I know um, Sarah withdrew from the team. Sarah Adlington. You know, what what uh, happened there? That that are you aware? Because I've seen that she was pre-selected and then disappeared. I don't know if you if any of the inside tracks open knowledge or whatever. But I I don't know. I don't know. Um, I uh, haven't spoken to her kind of before the Europeans, but I do know that she withdrew. So hopefully everything's okay. There's no injuries there or anything. Mm, but equally, she's she is a she's not an older athlete, but she's towards going to be the top end of her career at the moment. So she can pick and choose. It's not an Olympic event. It's not an Olympic selection event. No, um, no. So it might be that she just doesn't want to compete yet because it doesn't have. Uh, I guess that added value that all the events have from May and it's going to be a busy period for all the athletes from May onwards so potentially that could be it but I don't I don't know that's just my conjecture yeah no that's that's fair enough isn't it I mean personally um you know it would have been great to see her on the map um I think she you know she's done well to qualify to to be selected as all the athletes have really and, and Sarah got was in the pre-selections wasn't she um but I think you know, as a again an armchair spectator, not not knowing what the circumstances, I think I'd like to see her fight much much more than what what she does really, um, and because she's kind of always had potential, but never really seen seen it through to where where it could go, and I really um, think that she could do well, particularly in the Europeans, you know, um, yeah. where the, the chance you know there isn't the headweight Chinese there isn't the headweight Japanese actually she could get through the rounds um you know but there we go we are where we are aren't we I suppose yeah well now looking at the lineup I would have been excited to see her in this this field because I think your shout of the French girl having a chance would is, is a really good shout um I think the Kerich or Serich I'm butchering the names today <laughs> um <laughs> The Bosnian, I think she's, yeah, yeah. this is saying she's world number three, so she's going to be thereabouts. But without the Chinese, without the Japanese, there is a big hole there in the women's heavyweights. Same as same as the men's. If you take Teddy away, you take the Japanese heavyweights away, there's a big hole, and it really it could go anywhere, or the medals could go anywhere without those guys. So, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I think the French girl's probably a good shout. Are you going to be watching it this weekend? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's one of them. I kind of I look at the time difference. 
Um, you know, obviously it won't be too too dramatic, but I, I generally kind of like my Saturday and Sunday mornings where I, I get up, you know, early before the kids and stuff like that, and I get the get the YouTube on the telly on the big big screen downstairs and kind of watch as much as I can, <laughs> and then you know, kind of go and make them breakfast and watch it on the phone and go upstairs and it'll be on an iPad or something like that. So I'll, I reckon I'll sneak a match or two in there. Awesome. Um, I don't know how we'll cope in work. Um, <laughs> you know in the working days but i'm sure i'm sure i'll be okay <laughs> well how about yourself um, i'll be trying to catch that and i'll be trying to catch the some of the some of the all japan uh the open the men's open as well so um and also trying not to piss off my wife i was gonna say remember you've got a family <laughs> yeah. you know wall, wall, yeah, wall, to, wall to wall it's uh it's hard isn't it it's hard there's a family there somewhere but <laughs> It's all about priorities. Uh, of course. Chris, thank you so much, mate, for your time. Um, hopefully we get you back on soon. It'd be great to get you back on next week and just have a, a quick chat about the results. We've managed to keep this relatively short, so that's very exciting. Um, but thanks again, mate. You take it easy. You too, James. Really, thanks for having me on. Just one quick one before I go. Um, well done to Victor Avia at... Uh, from Ghana, he took a fifth place in the um, African uh, Championships up at 90 kilos. Um, oh, wow. He got to the semis and then got beat and got beat again, so I'm not sure how he's feeling about that. Um, great result nonetheless, but obviously when you get to the semi-final and then lose and lose, it's, a, it's the worst position in judo, isn't it? So, But well done to Victor, oh. anyway, as a, as a local lad, um, you know, kind of really... Mr. Shami and kind of I hope a lot of um, people are really proud of him really so well done to Victor that's the end guys congratulations as Chris said to Victor and uh, once again to Ashley as well with bronze medal good luck to everyone still to fight and thank you all for listening uh, please go away and share the podcast with your friends and if you really like it rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcast from catch you soon